Hello and welcome to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official Jojo's Bizarre Adventure podcast of the manga, of the anime, of the Hirohiko Araki. I'm your host, Eddie Colazzo, also known as Translator Note. And with me, as always, <laughs> is Brooks Oglesby. Hey, I'm Brooks Oglesby, aka Mentally Chill. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Thanks. I thought of it just now when I was making a PB&J. That's an actually good one. Thank I was you. like, alright, well let's think of all the things that are me. Uh-huh. And then I thought mentally ill, and then I was like, but I'm also relaxed all Relax the time, and, and I'm never anxious. Cool. Yeah, Very ever. cool and normal, and I love it to be alive. There's one thing that everyone knows about, you gotta know about Brooks, is how <laughs> cool and chill he always is. Yeah. So, um... I, Me I, worry? I, huh? Me worry? What? <laughs> Me? I'm? <laughs> I'm worry? Uh, I have a question for you. Uh, we were on Fear Baiting last week. Yeah. We talked about that movie, that Jason doesn't go to Manhattan. No, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you no. did you record from your laptop? What, what was the, uh... There was a discrepancy... I, I believe we have new microphones, but there is a discrepancy between our audio qualities on that, uh... Sorry to put you on blast, but... Alright, well... <laughs> um... You know, I'm trying to think of something to put you on blast for, but you're my friend, and I wouldn't do that to you, and I can't think of anything. I just listen. We just, I just feel like we have to have a have this out in the open because uh, yeah, let's we just, did. <laughs> here's the reason: we did mention getting new mics extremely recently. Yeah, because I'm fucking tired of Mike Cosimato, and I'm so glad we got rid of we him. We got rid of that guy. Brand new mic, brand new me. I just didn't know I what, the, what was going on. I just didn't know. I because I don't know. It was well, the audio. The recording, like, Discord was fucking with the audio. Yeah. Because, like, my Audacity recording was fine. But it was just weird that day, and I'm, I'm sure now I sound fucking good. It's extremely and, good to me. In my great. Ears. I might just be the fact that it was four people, or... So, like, for the next, like, fear baiting, I'll just um, use the Patreon money to fly to New Jersey, and we can do it locally. Okay, yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that'll be fine. Yeah. Um... You know me, no, the the chill Brooks who isn't anxious about flying at all. <laughs> I uh, love to do it. It's fun. You love to see it. We watch JoJo. Yeah. What uh, What do you think of these episodes? I I don't know. They weren't. They weren't like I don't remember them being particularly like issues of power imbalance. Bad. mm Hmm. But I just, there were a lot of things that I didn't like to see, but a couple things that I did like to see, actually. You m- mostly didn't like to see the first one. I really liked to see the car in the second one, but I didn't like was, to see... Yes. I don't like it when bad things happen to Joseph. Mm-hmm. And, of so course, I, it has to be a gross, like, body issue terror. Yeah. Which yeah, because it's it's all a metaphor for aging. Yeah. Hey, how come Kakyoin hasn't done a fucking thing in 25 episodes? Uh, he did. He did something in this episode. He used like, Hierophant oh, Green little. to place a hook, which he did it, and I was like, "Oh wow, he did something for the first time!" Like at least since the boat. And even then, Joseph was like, "Don't do it, Kakio. Your body will explode. <laughs> <laughs> Your weak baby stand." Um, first episode we watch is the Empress, and it's bad. Uh, yeah. So this is. It opens well, though, because it starts with Enyaba mourning her son's centerfold. Mourning her son, Jay Guile, centerfold. And she knows he died because um, she also gets face holes like he did. She gets a lot of holes, and a cat hates it. Yeah, there's a cat just screaming at her the whole time. And she's <laughs> getting face holes and body holes, and she's like, oh, so this is how my son, Jay Guile, centerfold, died. I know it because of our link as family, which is how it works. No, yeah, for sure. Um, and then she, like, explodes blood everywhere from the holes, and then she kills a cat. Does she? Because, like... No, she, she she definitely concusses a cat. Because, yeah, because, okay, she, she she explodes the cat's skull, and then it just says, meow, and then leaves. Yeah, I think, it, oh, it says neon, is what that cat says in Japanese. Yes. It's a Japanese cat, so... I assumed it was, like, a four kids thing, where, like, in the actual, in the, in the manga... Mm. That cat was completely obliterated. But yeah. The test audiences hated it. Uh-huh, and weren't fans. Um, where are we still in India? Yeah, you can tell because of how racist it is. Yeah, mm. and Polnareff is Polnareff's bad. I mean, the he was right about one thing, and that whole horse is like a liar and a cheat. Yeah, but it was also so he could do fucky. So, yeah, I just feel like the writers. Like, they, they were so excited about Polnareff that they forgot to write anything for Kakyoin. Yeah. 
It just seems that way. Kakyoin is mostly just there, especially for these two episodes. Yeah. Kakyoin's... Avdol is doing more work with this plot than, uh, <laughs> than Kakyoin is. Yeah, because Avdol at least changes by, like, slowly decaying yeah. and stuff. Oh, it, in the last episode, I was like, it's kind of weird how they're just over Avdol's death already. But then in Wheel of Fortune, the, yeah. the game show, uh, Polnareff's like, I'll give him a good grave one day. Mm-hmm. And everyone doesn't like it. Yeah, they hate it. <laughs> it's, it's done. Stop thinking about it. <laughs> um... So then we get the narrator, and they're in, like, the city, this is me being an idiot, the city where everyone goes into the river that has poop in it. Yeah, the Ganges River. The Ganges River, that's what it's called. They go you there. Can, a, lot, a lot happens in it. You can bathe, you can put a corpse in it, you can do whatever. You can do, and the narrator says, uh, people can spend months here without getting bored. <laughs> it's, okay. Like, we're getting into less, like, did you know that in the year 500 BC and more just, like, the narrator... <laughs> Like, putting his opinions... It's good! It's good, and I love to be there. Anyway, let's see uh-huh. what our friends are up to. Um, so, Joseph has grayscale, and it eats <laughs> a fly's head off? It does. And then this scene, like, they cut between, like, everyone talking and this gross thing on Joseph's arm, like, three times in this scene. And within, like, ten seconds, it gets, like, five times bigger. Yeah, it's... <laughs> so, for those of you who don't watch the show, they're on Joseph's fo- forearm... There's just this big pink nub that is very clearly a human face. <laughs> yeah. And it's even like, like they'll be walking around and you'll hear like, Nyeh! and they'll be like, what the fuck was that? Joseph, did your arm talk? And he's like, no, it's uh, my normal skin. And then they're like, okay. <laughs> even uh, like Polner, again, the smart one, he's like, hey, that's weird. It looks like a face. And Joseph's like, no, it isn't. Stop that. Yeah. Polner's even like. Do you think it could be, like, stand-related? And Joseph says, no! <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm going to go to the doctor. And then the, the princess, whose name is Nana, which is good, mm-hmm. uh, she has a tongue nub, and I don't like it. And the nub also goes, yeah, so, hmm, weird. Yeah. But it's probably just a coincidence. Yeah, so then Joseph goes to the doctor. Joseph goes to the doctor, and the doctor looks like fucking Dr. Wiley, and he's like, yeah. oh, I studied medicine in England, which is how it works. And he's like, oh, we'll just cut the thing off with my rusty scalpel. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Joseph seems afraid of getting cut cuts, and I don't believe that, though. Yeah. Just given his life. Uh, I, I don't feel like he should be very squeamish. I like, don't know. He did persevere against the brilliant bone blade, but, like... Yeah, rust- I guess he still didn't like it. He didn't like it, so rusty scalpel, like, yeah, I, can, I get it. I yeah. Mean, uh, he doesn't like that, and then the doctor's like, okay, here I go, I'm gonna cut it off. And then the camera cuts to Joseph, like, grimacing. And you're like, Ow, I'm the doctor and I'm being stabbed. And Joseph's like, what? I'm yeah. not paying attention, it's good. So then Joseph looks at the doctor who's dead on the floor with a knife in his head and blood everywhere. And he says, oh no, and it's funny. He says, oh no, a lot. They the really, like, he, he might have he done it, like, one time up until now. But in, like, the next two episodes, he just goes wild with his oh no's. There's, cause there's a lot of oh no's and there's also a lot of Jotaro yada yada da. Yeah, and there's an oh my god at some point, I think. Yeah. Which is good. So he says oh no, and then the doctor's dead on the floor, and then the gross face talks to him now, and it's bad. It has a bad helium voice. Yeah. It's like, hey doctor, you're stupid, you moron, and that's an exact quote, and it's, it's kinda good. It's kinda good. So then, uh, like, uh, oh, and then he tries to, like, stab it with the scalpel, but it, like, bites it with his human teeth, which are bad to see. Yeah, it does have human teeth on it. Uh, and then jo- one of Joseph's artific- artificial finger joints gets cut off, and he says, oh, no, again. Oh, no. He's like, but good thing it was my artificial hand, as he calls it. Yeah. Oh, but then then the emperor, the, the, bad, uh, the bad arm monster says, let me guess what you're thinking, and leave him, that's Joseph, leave him alone. That's his thing. How do you know about that? You didn't know him when he was 18. Yeah, so Joseph's like, maybe this is a stand. <laughs> He's finally starting to put it together, and then, like, a nurse comes in, and she's like, doctor, what's taking so long? And I mean, like, he was removing, like, a giant tumor from Joseph's arm with a scalpel, yeah. which would probably take a while. So she sees the dead doctor, and she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> And then, uh, the, the gross arm thing, it's like, hey, oh, hey, like, hey, sexy lady, ope, ope. And then it also says, I'm Joseph, and she looks at the the doctor, and she's like, I, this, the gross arm thing says, I did it, I'm Joseph Joestar, I'm an American. (laughs) And she says, okay, and then leaves. Uh, which actually was very funny. 
And the thing, it's super like this is a great episode to watch with your eyes closed. <laughs> because it's very funny and just the fact that Joseph while while the arm monster is saying I am the culprit, Joseph an American, he's actively yelling at it. Mm-hmm. But she's still like, oh, that's just the normal thing that he says. Yeah, just a normal, like, deep man's voice and another one that sounds like this. Yeah. Uh, my next note here is just, this thing sucks so bad, dude. <laughs> I don't... Uh, I, I don't remember exactly oh, what Oh, is this... Is, <laughs> is it when it grows muscular arms? Yeah, probably. <laughs> so now, like, the cops are looking all over for Joseph Joestar in America, and he runs down some alleyway. And Joseph, like, tries to slam it against the grate to smash it, but it grows two Hulk hands and, like, grabs onto the gate and is, like, flexing on it. And I hated it. Yeah, but I do... I, they were writing this episode and they were like, okay, Brooks and Eddie are gonna hate this part. Yep. But here's here's a little special treat just for Brooks. And mm-hmm. then Joseph says, it's time to use something I haven't done in a long time. And we see him, like, power breathing, and he uses, yeah. he uses overdrive on it, and it's But good. it's on his own body, so it doesn't work. And yeah, he, even it. this uh, stupid growth, he's like, he's like, you idiot, Hamon won't work on you. Like, how do you know what Hamon is? <laughs> That's a good point. Like, I don't know, because like, especially later on, there's a couple of stands that it's like, this stand, like, acts independently from its user. Or, like, this stand has a mind of its own. Like, I don't know if Nana is, like, controlling this. Okay. Because, like, or if it knows what she knows. Because it seems like it has its own will. Yeah. So I don't know how it would know that Hamelin exists, but whatever. Whole horse told her. Oh, yeah. Of course. I should, yeah, I should have known. Because Enyaba was talking to Whole Horse and she was like, watch out for Hamon! <laughs> and then, yeah, that's how, that's how she knows. It's, okay. Makes sense. <laughs> and that's, that's how the arm monster knows. So, um,. So the permit purple tries to squeeze the arm man, and it doesn't like it. But then police shoot at Joseph, so he puts a shirt over it. <laughs> yeah. And it seems to solve the problem yeah, for a while. Yeah, it just keeps yelling about how dark it is. <laughs> like, okay. That's a very good, like, it can beat the shit out of you if you put it close enough to your face. But if you just wear a long sleeve, it's pretty much fine. Yeah, you're good. Uh, and as this is happening, Joseph, he's, like, running around, like, the town square or whatever, where a bunch of people are. And he keeps, like, almost bumping into Polnareff, but yeah. then, then Nana's like, hey, I'm thinking about kissing. And Polnareff is like, oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, Polnareff is fucking being a gross asshole about, like, oh, most men are assholes, like, whole horse, but I'd, I'd never hurt you like yeah, that. Yeah, like, and, and I never hurt you. And he's like, uh, I know that you used to go out with whole horse, but I don't dwell in the past. And if there's <laughs> one thing about Polnareff you gotta know... <laughs> it's about he doesn't care what happened in the he's past. He's always looking towards the future. He's no always regrets. Looking towards Polnareff. the future, and he never wants revenge. <laughs> Classic Polnareff. Yeah, and he has a crew cut. <laughs> he has a crew cut and a stand that wears clothes. Uh huh. Um, okay, so okay, so the stand the stand is called Empress. So I want to start calling it Empress instead of uh, that instead of arm monster arm person. Okay. So as they're walking through, or as Joseph's running through this like food market, mm-hmm. they get through and oh god, Empress, I forgot about this. Empress was under the shirt still the entire time. Mm-hmm. But then when they exit the market, Empress burps up an apple and a banana and an entire chicken. Yes, a, an apple, a banana peel, like a huge head of lettuce with one like gigantic sized bite out of it, and the head of a chicken and blood everywhere. And gets a lot bigger. And gets a lot bigger and like bodybuilder muscular and it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, so then she's big enough to punch him and then she calls him Papa, which is bad. Yeah. Uh. So also, she's like, I can kill you immediately in one hit by poking you in your corroded artery and like what the fuck is the rocky's deal i don't know dude take it like rip it out of his neck and be like "Mm, yeah (laughs) at least at least kakyoin didn't put it between his his, like in his tongue and go that would be very bad to see that would be so bad (laughs) um but so then it like this empress gross thing starts doing its own kind of like order order thing and yeah. Joseph blocks it with his, like, robot hand, and it's, like, being shredded away. It's pretty good. And it was pretty good. And he says, oh, no, again. So. Right. Um, is this when they, like, fall through a stand and, like, dust flies everywhere? 
Um, I think so. The next thing I have is that Joseph explains where he's been running. Oh yeah, so like as they're they're having like a scuffle together, and all the people are just like that guy's fighting that gross thing on his arm. Yeah. Anyway, so then like they fall and dust flies everywhere, and then Joseph just like starts running away. Yes. And um, he runs to like a barrel, right? Yeah, he's like, you think I've been running randomly? And then he yeah. dunks her in a barrel full of like black stuff. It's like yeah, it's some type like tar or oil or something. And uh, Empress is like, she explains like her physiology. She's like, you can't drown me because even though I exist, I have a physical form. I'm not actually an organism or like some shit. Yeah, like, it's basically, some shit. basically, she doesn't like need to breathe to live or whatever. So and that's then, what it comes down to. And she's like, anyways, and then she stabs him in the carotid artery with a nail, and I don't like to see that at yeah, all. She's like, I picked up the nail while we were rolling on the ground, but like it doesn't go all the way in. And then because she was in tar, it starts to like harden up, and she can't move. And then Joseph is, like, extremely good for the next four minutes. Dude, I fucking... He's so good. It was, like, classic Joseph. Because he's like, oh, what's that? Like, you thought you had victory. I can't hear you. My hearing isn't what it used to be. Yeah. And that's really good. And then he's like, I told you, like, our battle skills are far apart. Blah, blah, blah. And next, you're going to say, stop. Anything but that. And he he does his thing. so good. Doesn't he just, like, chop it off his arm or something? Like He explodes it with a bunch of rope, right? Oh, he uses Hermit Purple and, like, squeezes it. Yeah, I gives think. it the bad squeeze. Yeah. And then he says something about using ashes to make a spirit photo? Yeah, what he, what happened, he... So we... This is a new Hermit Purple power to us, I guess. He do, it doesn't have to be technology. Because as they were, like, fighting in the dust, he used the Hermit Purple on the dust and it made a map of, like, the area... And okay. Like, and it had an X on the map where the, like, barrel where the, was. Where the tar barrel was. Yeah. Okay. So I don't think now... he knew, like, I'm gonna do this and find a tar barrel. He was probably like, where can I go that will help me? And that, like, that was what came up. So he could just fucking pick up Dust and be like, okay, Dust, show me where Dio is. Yeah, but it would probably be a lot better than destroying, like, a $500 Polaroid camera every single time. Yeah. But maybe, like, the the quality of what you use her like because when you do it to that you get like an actual picture of dio right which this is very like, fucking high demand yeah this <laughs> you can i mean you could sell that for a lot and then just buy a bunch of cameras <laughs> like take me to the jojo store where i can buy a glossy jpeg <laughs> of dio for 45 dollars a glossy jpeg of the back of dio's neck and that's it <laughs> Um, so then as, like, he explodes the, uh, the Empress, and for some reason, this, like, it wasn't, like, Polonarf is still, like, hanging out with Nana, and he's like, okay, let's seal our love with a kiss. And then he's right. about to kiss her, and, like, a fat lady explodes out of her. It's a and fat old, it's an old lady. Do you it's get like it? Comes like, she was right. actually gross and fat the whole time. Yeah, it's, it's Melisandre. It's, it's Melisandre. Like, why couldn't, like, a pretty lady be evil? That wouldn't be right. Well then, she would be she would be ugly if she was evil. Oh, that's, okay. It's the way that it works. So yeah, there's like a fat. It was pretty much the lady from the episode with yellow temperance when she was like, "Is that your kid?" Like it was her, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and then they like leave the city and they're sitting outside. And this was funny because they're like, "Okay, I got a, we got a car. Like, let's get out of here." And Joseph throws the key and it lands in Polnareff's hair. <laughs> nice. And it just sits there. And Polnareff's like, boy, I sure had, like, a hard day. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, of course, Joseph's like, what? I was the one who fought the stand. And he was like, yeah, but, like, the lady was gross. Yeah. Anyway, Polnareff didn't get to nut anyways. Yeah, See you Pol- next episode. Polnareff Pol- didn't, uh, didn't get his nut. And then they're like, let's get in the car. Polnareff, you drive. And then they're driving away, and a not ominous and not evil car appears behind them. Uh, <laughs> Mark is back. <laughs> You've all been waiting for it. Revenge of Mark. What once was half a man is now a whole car. (laughs) Lord Car. You get one. (laughs) Um, Good episode. I liked it because it was like the first Joseph-centric episode, but I I hated the, the thing he had to fight. No, yeah, like, leave Joseph alone, but any, any Joseph, like, Joseph could just be reading the newspaper, like, he could be just be reading the classifieds to me for 22 minutes. 
Um, I want to see like, like Hermit Purple. Find me the best deal. <laughs> um, I'm check. I want to check the. Uh, I was going to check Crunchyroll, but that's a bad idea because Crunchyroll has no. like some terrible malware. We're like getting through this pretty. How many more episodes do you have? Let me see. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, there's there's still a lot in this because mm. in the next in the next episode, um. And Yava says, like, he's defeated all the stand users I've sent after him. Yes. But there's still a lot more for this part of the season. Yeah. There's one, two, three, four, five. There's six more stand users. Okay. So, yeah, a lot to go. Yeah, this is only, like, halfway through. Okay. Makes sense. Um, Want to check the Speedwagon Foundation? Yeah. Seeing our correspondence with them, see other Please, yeah. Uh, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash postgamerthrones, where you can donate. Uh, and, and, and all, all donations accepted, of course. Even the, <laughs> even the smallest. You're, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but for $5, uh, you'll get special shoutouts in our episodes, and we'll read a message if you send one in, which no yeah. one ever does. Especially if you send one in. I do very much want to remind, like, send your messages in, because you can, we'll do it. Yeah. Like, we'll read it now. Um, and at $10 a month, you get a special user status in their Discord. Your name gets to be green. That's cool. And in honor of everybody's favorite stand, Hierophant Green. Hierophant Green. You get to be Hierophant Green. And then, um, <laughs> we'll be, we'll, you'll be involved in our monthly live stream. This month's live stream is Jackbox Party Pack 4. Ooh. So get that. The good pack with no bad games, actually. Confirmed. Um, I don't know when we're, let us know. In, in our Discord, when that would be good, because, like, we usually do it at the end of the month, but that's, like, Thanksgiving time. Mm. Just now, so I don't know what's going on, but maybe the week before, like, the 18th or 19th or something. Anyway, let you us think? know. What? I'm trying to think of if I went to a Halloween party as Hierophant Green. <laughs> Just, like, what people would think that I would be. Well, how would you... It would have to be, like, a green man suit. Yeah. And you would just, like, stick gems to yourself. And just like like the back of an Arbok costume, you know, <laughs> just put that on my back. But you'd have to like slither everywhere. Yeah, I think people would just think I'm a snake. I th- like. I feel like we must be outliers in our Hierophant Green hate. It's like I so... feel like a lot of people like him. And I, I just I, I bring. I, have you heard I bring about this? Green... Everyone's talking about how much they like Hierophant Green. Well, everybody, if you, my experience on the internet for the last week has been everybody but me having bad opinions. Oh. So what's going to happen is I'm going to dress up like Hierophant Green at a Halloween party next year, and I'm going to have a pocket full of Green Apple Jolly Ranchers, okay. and I'm going to say Emerald Splash, and I'm going to throw them at people, that, and then they're going to like my costume. That would hurt, actually. That would hurt way more than Emerald Splash. I'm going to cover myself in tinfoil, and I'm going to go to Silver Chariot. Nice. It'll be good. Um, and then when you take off your costume at the end of the night, you actually only grow stronger. Yeah, I'll, I'll be much quicker, and then I can leave the party at, like, an accelerated <laughs> pace. Um, this week's uh, special Discord user shout-out is, goes to Shay Driscoll. Thank you, Shay. Shay? Like, I get that it's Patreon, but it's more funny to me when people use, like, their internet names that we know, because then, like, we can talk shit about them. Yeah. For giving us money. I don't know Shay Driscoll's internet persona, so I'm not gonna... Well, a Shay is a small tropical African tree that bears oily nuts from nice. which Shea butter is obtained. Very good. Thank which you. Which is pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Also, the Mets used to play at Shea Stadium, so... Nice. We've come full circle. But then they got banned for being bad at baseball. They got banned, and then they said, you're moving to the new stadium that's named after a bank, but we're gonna keep the apple. Nice. And, and it's the spirit of Mr. Met. <laughs> he, will, he will continue to haunt us forever. Would that, like, would Mr. Matt be your stand? Uh, probably. Like, the, your stand is the physical manifestation of your mental energy. So, like... Like, it would definitely be Mr. Matt, but the better make it count, better kill me in one shot. <laughs> yeah. Like, attitude. Like, my stand, Mr. Matt, allows me to fire t-shirts to the upper deck and, like, always lose. <laughs> in, like, the most devastating manner possible. He loses, but for whatever reason, never loses his fans. Yeah. Weird. Uh, almost like when you spend your whole life cheering for a team, you, like, you know, like, sunk cost? Like that thing? Yeah. It's that, but in no, stand form. Your stand name would definitely be sunk cost. Sunk cost. 
That's a good stand name. Yeah. I'm getting but, it. Yeah, my stand name, my stand is called Sunk Cost, but he just appears as Mr. Met. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, thank you, Shay. Shay. <laughs> um, next episode, Wheel of Fortune. Dun 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 dun. Wrong show. Remember when Pat Sajak likes Trump and talks about it on Twitter all the time? I don't remember it often. Like, I know it. I try not to remember it. It's really hard because the only person I follow on Twitter is Pat Sajak. Yeah, I, yeah, I can get how that I can't fucking get enough of that, dude. <laughs> uh, Vanna, weirdly, weirdly enough, Vanna White, Antifa. Yeah, which is strange. Oh, happy, happy, like, uh, beheading What's day funny? to all my... Um, oh yeah, happy yeah. All all the super soldiers <laughs> all out the, there. In the <laughs> all the super soldiers have gathered <laughs> to hear yadi yadi boys. Yes. Um. Next episode, Wheel of Fortune. So this one, we we might have a little bit differing, uh, like text here because I watched like the fan sub that I had saved on my computer. Yeah, and I and watched you... from like getanimenow.biz. Yeah. So, um, which like. When that's more safe than Crunchyroll? The thing about, like... Like, I hope that, like, nobody's personal information got hacked or whatever, but, like... I don't know, I'm kind of on the hacker's side when it comes <laughs> to hacking take, Crunchyroll. Taking down anime... For anyone who doesn't know, um, there is something, like, Crunchyroll had some weird virus on its, like, homepage or something that would automatically download, and if you opened it, it was, like, malware that got your information or something. But at least they were like, hey... Like, they posted on Twitter, like, don't go to Crunchyroll... <laughs> I would like, rather them. I would rather just like them put my social security number on all the ads on Times Square than to just release a statement that says Brooks was on Crunchyroll <laughs> at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> um okay so Wheel of Fortune we're driving in a car that they got and they're like oh our next stop on this trip is Pakistan which should be great. Yeah, like, which in terms of in terms of the representation of brown bodies so far, mm. you know it's going to be good, and none of them are going to die, right? Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're driving in the car, and then Joseph starts. He's like, "Wow, we were even though Calcutta was strange. Like, I'm sure going to miss it." And uh, he's like, "I there someone's like, I'm never coming back there." But then, yeah. uh. Polnareff is like, well, I am because I want to give my friend Avdol a good burial. And then everyone gets quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I was going to get mad at Polnareff for passing on the right. Yeah. But th- he's in like the opposite driving sidecar. So maybe that's how you're supposed to do it. I don't, I don't know. know. Um, the car that appeared behind them in the last episode, which definitely isn't spooky, or stand users like driving very slow, and then Polnareff's like, "I'm just gonna go by him," and like drives fucking up the wall of the mountain there, driving yeah. on and goes. And Joseph him. worries that it might have flung pebbles at their car. Yeah, that's his main concern. And says, "Oh, by the way, remember what happened last episode? I am very much a wanted man, so maybe we should lie low and stop doing fucking stunts on the side of a mountain." <laughs> yeah, like it's like the thing when Polnareff. Uh, was involved in the murder of a bellhop, and they were like, oh, the Speedwagon Foundation will take care of it. Remember this- when Joseph killed a doctor? Joseph killed a doctor, but this time he's just like, I'm very much wanted, and we need to go. Like, this <laughs> one was not cleaned up by the Speedwagon Foundation. Yeah, the Speedwagon Foundation is out of money. Yeah, Joseph is fucking on the lam at this point. Yeah. So he has to get to the next country fast. Um, so yeah, then they're driving, and then everyone's like, oh no, stop. Like, there's something in front of us. And hey, guess what? Anne's back. Anne's back. Remember Anne, the favorite character? Like, Anne is in, like, half of the season, and I forgot she existed at all. Is there just always a Poco? I, no. No, no, not always. Good. Um, there, in, there might, in, in part four, there's a character you might think is Poco, but he's actually one of the best characters. Okay. So, flip that one on his head. Uh, but Anne very much doesn't do anything. Like, I don't get why she's here. Yeah, I mean, well, she needs a ride. <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, oh, okay. Of course. She, she got said, tired after walking across all of India, and she needed a ride. She walked all across India, and she said, this is my only chance to see the world. You know, when you're 12. Right. Yeah. Um. So anyway, there they pick up Anne, and she's driving in the car with them. Oh, and she likes Jotaro now. Like that's her thing. Like she, has she likes Jotaro now. She's she's like she's talking about how she's gonna have to do or do nails for boys later. 
Um, but she likes Jotaro. Yeah. Um, and then like the car, the same car from like uh, in my in my um subs, uh, Polnareff kept talking about like how shitty this car is. But nice. It was like a, was, like, a kind of cool car. I like. Yeah, like, he did call it shitty in the translation I had. Okay. Yeah, like it looked pretty cool to me. I liked it. Like it, it, I don't know what model it was, but it looked awesome to me. To be fair, it does get much cooler. Yeah, when it like fucking grows arms and has spikes everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, the car is like like riding Polnareff's ass in car car speak, as I say. Right. And they're like, okay, let's let him go around. So he does, and then he's like stopping in front of Polnareff or whatever and being annoying. And then they're like, oh, and as it passes. Uh, Polnareff, there's like an ominous purple glow, which as Fucking we know, stand is always... juice is <laughs> coming out of this car. <laughs> See, it's leaking stand juice and all over the desert. And they're, and they're like, they're, oh. they're driving on this fucking Looney Tunes cliffside also yeah. now. Yeah, and everyone's just like, oh, this guy's just supposed to be a real weirdo. Anyway, so he, this guy gets in front, and then they drive for a little bit, and he's very slow, and then he signals for Polnareff to pass, which is an arm out the window, as yes. you do. A, like a huge buff arm. Yeah, it looks like fucking Trogdor. It's great. <laughs> and, then, and then, um, so the Polnareff's car goes around, and immediately there's a huge fucking 18 wheeler coming their way on the side of this mountain. Which is just not a stand, it turns out. That it's was not, just some asshole. Yeah, it's not like this stand user uses some type of trickery or magic. There was just very much a huge 18 wheeler barreling towards them on this mountain. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you might have to explain to me what exactly happened here. Oh, did you not? It wasn't clear to you? No. Not entirely. Well, um, so they start to get it crashed. Mm-hmm. As you can see from the like, hood damage. Like, they start to cr- like, they do collide. Right, they collide head-on, but then Star Platinum does this, uh, does the saving punch. Uh-huh. Um, against the, the semi, which takes all of the car energy into Star Platinum's wrist, uh, rather than the car... So the centrifugal force, it neutralizes, and then, so they're so, fine. So, like, Star Platinum, like, was, Star Platinum was the airbag. Yeah. But with a punch. In an interstellar burst, he's back to save the universe. Yeah. And he did a punch, and it was He good. did a punch, and then they, like, roll down the side of a hill, and the car lands, wheels, wheels down, which is good. And yeah. at this point, mm-hmm. Jotaro asks if it's just a stand user or some random asshole. Yeah. And that, I don't, I don't have who said it, but... Of course it's someone who's after us. Right. Like, yeah. No doubt, dude. And so they get down there, and then the car's, like, smoking, and the truck is still exploded, like, up on top of the mountain. And they're like, what are we going to do about that big 18-wheeler that we just destroyed with Star Platinum's immense power? And Jotaro says, just pretend you never saw it. Which Anne loves it. Jotaro loves to kill. So Anne loves it, and she's like, oh, Jotaro is so dreamy. But because of you, all I kept thinking is, like, how Jonathan is rolling, like, his head is rolling <laughs> at the bottom of the sea, thinking about what's, what did just happen. The entire series starts with fucking George Joestar <laughs> saving somebody from a car crash. <laughs> how, oh, man, the Joestar family bloodline has just, you hate to see it. <laughs> because Jonathan's mom didn't use Star Platinum in time. <laughs> if only she knew. The power of that blood, or whatever. Was and that that's, what, that's what phantom blood means. Yeah. No, was it you posted, like, the translation of Sonochino Sadame? It's, like, the power of that blood, or something like that? No, but that's good. I think that's, I think that's like, the literal translation. Hey, why is it called that? Is it just the fact that there's a family tree now? Yeah, and, like, vampires, maybe? And, like, so battle tendency is just, like, there's a tendency to fight? Yeah. Okay. I just no, th- Battle Tendency was about a bloody bloody stream. Well, yeah. Okay. And this one's about Stand Proud. This one is about Stand Proud. I'm just this series or this this arc is a lot more earth based than I thought it would be. Oh, because of the title. Yeah, I didn't think that it would be Super JoJo Odyssey. I um, thought it would be thought they would like f- kind of follow cars into you, the you thought it would be jojo galaxy 2 and not super jojo odyssey i thought they would so. go to the international speedwagon space station and kind of just like go to planets and fight like aliens with stands yeah. and stuff i as far like i unless i'm not remembering something the only times we go to space is when cars go to space and in that like one-off weird mango which george joe star and there's like 39 cars on mars or something like lord cars yeah like Karsama. 
There's 39 cars on there's, There are uh, at least 26 cars, is, as from what I've heard about this, like, one-off non-canon manga, that George Joestar is there, and he has some type of power, and there are a lot of cars. Is. Was Hirohiko just trying to get out of his contract or something? I, I don't know. I don't even know if he did it. You but... must write one more comic before you get your next paycheck. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's make a lot of cars. <laughs> um... So yeah, then like they they just drive on, and also um, there's this, this fucking Bugs Bunny shit that happens. Yeah, this Looney Tune shit. The the big car that they're fighting. It's like there's one there's a sign that splits two ways, and one side says like bad, and the other side says like go to Pakistan this way. Yeah, and then the car like bumps into it and spins the sign around, so they point it in opposite bumps, directions. It bumps the pole, which turns it around perfectly. Yeah, to fool the Stardust Crusaders. Which it does, because they follow the wrong way. Yeah, and they go to a CD bar. They go to a CD, and this is, must be another one of, like, Araki's weird, like, goofy interactions that he had. They're at, like, some roadside bar, and there's a guy with, like, a fucking spinning wheel, and, like, so he's, it's like a butter-churning device, but he's putting big green it's things a, to it. It's a wheel of fortune, It's a wheel will. of fortune, yeah. And Joseph goes, what's this? And then the guy's like, it's sugarcane juice, would you like some? It so looks just, gross and bad, and I don't looks, like it. It looks doesn't look great, but Joseph like lifts it up, and in the reflection of the juice, he sees like the car parked under a tree outside, <laughs> which is good. Which is good. It's, it's, the car is <laughs> hiding behind a tree. Yeah. So they freak out, and they like to walk over to the car, and there's like, oh, there's no driver in it. So the driver must be like someone here. But they're like, hey, we don't know which one of these guys the driver is, so we'll just beat them all up. Hey, what the f- who wrote this episode? <laughs> Remember when these are our protagonists? When it- why is it- why is this episode like this? Like, I think Joseph and Jotaro just start, like, pummeling guys, and Kakyoin's probably like, hey, maybe we should not- yeah. Joseph- Joseph fucking starts it! He's like, Jotaro, you know what we must do now. And then fucking Jotaro's like, yeah, let's just beat all the innocent bystanders. And so they're like- punching them and, like, have them up by, like, the scruff of their shirts, and then Polnareff's like, you look the most suspicious, so you're probably the stand user. Mm-hmm. Like, he was actually using, like, the, the logic, which he's the only person there who had, like, a distinct design. Yeah. So he's like, you must be the stand user. But, joke's on them, the car drives away. Like, a guy gets in and drives yeah. away, and they were fooled. Also, the place that they're at is called the Drive-In, which is pretty good. It's good to me. Um, so yeah, then they're like, oh, they just, like, drop the guys and run away, and then all the guys are like, oh! Yeah. Confused about it. Um, anyway, they they, ch- they chase after them. The, the they kind of deserve to be wanted, you know? <laughs> yeah, especially after this. But you know, that's that's what makes a good, uh, a good show is gray morality, you know? It's really, like, not to get into fucking post-Game of Thrones mode, but, like, I would get it if it was, like, Oh, like fighting all of these stands is making them paranoid, and they're not—they don't know or, who to trust or anymore. Like, we have to do anything, like uh, like the ends justify the means. As long as we defeat Dio, yes, but, like, let's burn our only heir and burn Anne. But like, no that's reason. not a theme. They just beat these guys up. Yeah, <laughs> they killed a guy in a semi truck, and then beat up a bunch of people who were eating gross. Like, they were just chomping on sugar cane. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I have here. Uh, I think Polnareff says, for a piece of shit car, it goes pretty fast. And uh-huh. you know, um, piece of shit car, like Adam Sandler. Uh, hit me with that one more time. Piece of shit car? Piece of shit car. Is that a famous Adam Sandler bit? It's just, it's like he says a song about it. Oh! Like, you know, like, you know when forgot. he sings the song about Hanukkah? Oh, like, like all he, eight he, parts of the Hanukkah song? Yeah, or? like he also has a song about a piece of shit car, and it's bad. It's the, car, the joke, the car is bad. Now this And it's it's funny that Adam Sandler, the richest man to exist, has a bad car. Now it's it's classic Jeff Foxworthy. Now mm-hmm. I haven't listened to this, but I did just search for the bit on YouTube and it is four minutes long. It's an ent- I'm it's an entire song about piece of shit car and the hook of the song is he says piece of shit car. Okay. Well it's got three million I'm, views. I'm very happy to have like exposed you to a new bit of Sandler lore that like previously was unknown. Yeah, I didn't know that Adam Sandler sang at all. Even the Hanukkah song? No, I knew the Hanukkah. I knew that he. I, they're all gonna laugh at you and all. I know that, but I yeah. just like I, I'm more of a visual Sandler because he's a king of physical comedy. The visual medium, yeah. Uh, this 
one of like all most of the top comments are like this song is about hondas and this song is about prius but there's one there's one top comment that says back when adam sandler was funny oh so it must be hilarious yeah Uh uh-huh and also like hondas and toyotas are known as being like extremely reliable cars so yeah i've done my car research no (laughs) yeah Another one that says, still better than today's, quote, music. <laughs> Reblog if you're listening in 2017. I was born in the wrong generation. Now, was... <laughs> huh? some people like the Big Bopper. I like Mr. Sandler. Now, mm-hmm. there, a lot of these say, diesel gas suck my ass. Is that like a funny line? That's, from the... pro- that's probably a lyric in the song. Okay, I like this. That seems good. Um, the thing about diesel is, like, it costs more, but you get better mileage, so, like... Look who's a, look who knows about cars this episode. I... Listen, I had to buy a car, so I looked, I was like, is cars good? And then I just, like, looked some stuff up. So, mm-hmm. that's all I know. Because at one point, um, there was, like, fun... Here's some New Jersey lore, lore for you. Uh, like, we had a big tax bump on gas, so at one point, diesel was, like, cheaper than actual gas. Nice. So I, like, looked it up, and I was like, what's diesel mean? <laughs> and then I found out. Nice. Yeah. Anyway, uh... Can I? Yeah. We're we're off track, but... Okay. I was at a Halloween party, and I it came up to the a new person that was, like, in our friend group. Um, It came up that I watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. So I met somebody who doesn't really watch wrestling, but their favorite wrestler and the only one they like is Kevin Nash, a.k.a. Diesel. Okay. Okay. How do you, how, do, how like how does that happen? Could you imagine? That's I got the same feeling that like Jotaro gets when he realizes that there's a stand afoot. <laughs> Is this the work of an enemy stand? <laughs> like, who likes Kevin Nash only? Not like oh, uh, Kevin Nash was okay. Like, Not even like oh, time. NWO, yeah, dude. Just nope. Not even like oh, my favorite is Razor Ramon. Like, <laughs> hey, Chico, no. No, Diesel. I like the guy who texted himself to fight CM Punk. His, like, defining trait is big. I mean, him big. Him big is the thing. Uh, can you, cause I, this was after I got into, so to go, to, to bring Russell here, what was the whole thing? Like, Kevin Nash texted himself? Oh, you didn't watch the Summer of Punk when they fucking ruined it? I didn't watch the Summer of Punk, which was already a thing in, like, Ring of Honor, but they just did it again, but bad. I mean, it was it was good. Okay, summer th- that was when he beat John Cena and he won the title. And yeah, they, that, they, was, that was very good. Fucking marks like me call that the summer of punk, even though there was originally the summer of punk where yeah. he was actually good and but said I'm a snake. Like, it's weird that like they had one good match and then like destroyed all goodwill in the pot over. Oh no, like, yeah, they had the they had the match that got like mainstream hype and then Triple H was like, I'm here too and I'm the referee mm-hmm. and my best friend is Kevin Nash. Mm-hmm. And then, so after the SummerSlam match, Kevin Nash came out and powerbombed CM Punk, and then Alberto Del Rio, the guy who everybody loves, uh, came out and cashed in. So then there was a four-month program where CM Punk was trying to decide who sent Kevin Nash to, to, to attack him, and then it turned out that it was Kevin Nash who texted himself because he wanted to beat up CM Punk, and then CM, then Kevin Nash couldn't commit to a match because he's too old. And wrestling is so good. Why did he have to text himself to go powerbomb CM Punk? Because he was he he was an alibi. He was like, oh, I just got a text from somebody. It I just got person, a text from someone that said, that said powerbomb CM Punk, and I just had to do it. <laughs> I was compelled. That activated my sleeper cell. <laughs> Which allows me to do one thing and one thing only, and that's powerbomb CM Punk. <laughs> it's good. And I also know that, like, Hornswoggle was, um, like, the GM or something. I mean, do you, are you thinking about when he was Mr. McMahon's son? Okay, that might be it. Because it was originally going to be Mr. Kennedy, and then Mr. Kennedy was like, steroids, good, um, num, 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 num. And then he got suspended, and they made it Hornswoggle instead. <laughs> WWE is so good. It's fucking great, dude. 
Remember, I'm going to be that guy, but remember how, like, um, Wrestle Kingdom is going to be Okada versus Naito, and they have, like, this long history, and there was the match where they were, like, bumped from the top of the card because people didn't like Naito that much, even though it was supposed to be the main event, and now Naito's, like, a fan favorite, and, like, people like him more than Okada, and there's, like, this whole thing they have that was, like, naturally created by, like, the fans and, like, the matches they had. It'd be so funny if instead, like, uh... Hiromu turned out to be like Ryusuke Taguchi's son. Like that'd be really funny. Remember when Cody Rhodes did the Rainmaker? No, <laughs> that was like the shittiest. Like I can do a better Rainmaker than that. Yeah, to Okada, who's like nine <laughs> feet taller than me. Um, hey, isn't Kenny Omega fighting Trent Beretta like tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Is Power Struggle is tonight? I don't know. I don't know. Not to be like a shitty fucking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I like. I'm gonna tune in for this one because the two white people that I already know are fighting. I don't know what power struggle is. I mean, I have my my New Japan World account is active, so if you want to watch anything, you know where you to find to, it. But you want to talk about JoJo for, for the people? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry, I forgot. Um. Okay, that See, wasn't even fun. Like the Pokemon discussion. <laughs> it was fun for me. Yeah, I liked it. Uh, okay, Jojo, we're back. Um, so, they are chasing after the guy, and then he bumps into them, and, like, sends him off a cliff. Yeah, so the car is pushing them with intense horsepower, according to Kakuin. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so yeah, it gets pushed over, and but, then but Pol- first, Pol- Pol- like the car's getting pushed over, and Polnareff, who's driving, is, like, the first one to be like, I'm out of here! Yeah, abandon ship. And Kakyoin's like, you idiot, like, you're driving, you're supposed to hold the brake pedal down. And he says, ruh and then they get pushed over the edge. Yeah, Polner up bad. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're, like, falling down the side of this cliff, and Kakyoin's like, don't worry, I'll save us with Hierophant Green. And he, like, sends it up to the top. Yeah, who uses Vine Whip? And Joseph is like, you idiot, it's too strong, you're like, you'll be ripped yeah. in half. He immediately fucking drags Kakyoin's bad stand for being too weak. But Kaki- Kakyoin, like, tilt, like, tips his fedora, and he's like, I know my body, like, stronger than anyone else. But <laughs> I, I know was... how bad this stand is, but, but I can do other things. Yeah, but all he did was, like, take the, like, hook winch from the front of their car and, like, attach it to the other one. Like, yeah. he didn't do any, like, physical work. And then Jotaro just starts asking Kakyoin if he likes sumo wrestling. Yeah, this was, like, but this was, like, the gay moment between them. No, yeah, they're, like... Come on. Like, because come on. this happens, and then Jotaro's like, Kakyoin, do you like sumo? And Kakyoin's, like, in the front seat, and he's like, has his arm over the headrest, and he's, like, looking back at Jotaro. And anyway, it's just something, it's about how, like, there's nothing more exciting than when two sumos are at, like, the edge of the ring, and they're pushing each other. And I guess that's what there's, this is supposed to be. My favorite part of sumo is when one is dangling off of a cliff, and then I use my stand to punch it back on top of the place. Yeah, so, like, they're falling down, and then Star Platinum, like, pulls the other car down, and, like, they reverse... Whatever. You know how anime goes. Like, they reverse the polarities or whatever. Yeah, double zero reverse sumo. <laughs> yeah. And, like, now this guy's car is going down, and then they're going up, but then Hierophant Green, like, removes the hook, and then the car falls, it's a, and they're good. It's a really good part, though, because after they've supposedly vanquished this car, mm-hmm. Kakyoi turns around and he's like, I do like yeah, sumo. I do, I do like sumo, but actually it's against the rules to punch. Yeah. Yada yada. <laughs> anyway, they're at the top of the cliff, and they're like, "Wow, it's a good thing that episode's over." Yeah, Joseph's like, "I guess it was just a weirdo that died in a burning car right below us." But then, now. like, the car starts reforming and gets like arms and legs and shit, and like climbs up the mountain or whatever. And then, coming from the car radio behind them, the stand user's like, "Nah, I'm a car." Yeah, it's me, a stand. And they're like, "Yada yada, is it a stand?" Uh, and then they're like, "Oh, don't get in the car because it's dangerous." Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> Jotaro looks fucking dead serious and says, wait, there's a possibility the whole car is a stand. <laughs> yeah. Remember know. when we were on the boat? Remember the boat with the monkey? Yeah. Um. So the car, like, explodes off the side of the cliff and it has, like, huge spikes and shit coming out of it. And it, like, shoots them with something, but you can't see what it is. Like, It looks like little, like, little holes, little bullets or something, but they're, like, invisible bullets. It's very funny because, okay, so Kakyoin has holes all over his body mm-hmm. and he's like... The car appeared to shoot something at us, but there's nothing sticking out of our wounds. And Kakyoi just doesn't know what a bullet is. <laughs> yeah. Like, it would go into you. It would very much <laughs> dig into your skin. Like, where, where's the sword that was sticking out of Avdol when he died? Yeah. I don't get it. 
Anyway, they have, like, like, Jotaro gets hit with a bunch of them, and then everyone's like, oh no, Jotaro, and they run to grab him, and, like, everyone else gets hit with them, too. But Joseph just hates to see it, right? Yeah. He doesn't like it very much. Because later, because when, when, when Jotaro dies in real life and burns to death, for mm-hmm. real, actually, uh-huh. Joseph's like, all of us are covered in gasoline, we can't help him, but he never got hit with gas bullets. Yeah, Joseph never got hit. Jo- <laughs> Joseph wants to be the real Jojo still. Yeah. <laughs> So they start, like, running away from this car, and they go between, like, um, a narrow cliff where, like, the car can't fit through. But it, like, uh-huh. gets more spikes, and it just starts, like, shredding the... Like, it, the car uses dig on the uh, yes. on the cliffside and, like, starts shredding through it. And then Kaki, uh opponent says this. He's a muscle head who couldn't figure out a puzzle ring. Like, yeah, dude, no doubt. Yeah, everyone knows that, what that is. Yeah, <laughs> What a good character. So they're, like, destroying... He's, like, destroying the cliff, and they, like, climb up to his hop or whatever. And then... And then Joseph says, Oh, no! Yeah, because the car is, like, climbing up, too. And then this guy's just, like, talking shit at them. And he says, There is no road to your shining future. And remember that, because Jotaro will say something about it later. That's good. Oh, that's okay, because I didn't really catch what he was referencing at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. He says, There is no road to your shining future. Anyway, Jotaro's like, I have a smart plan with my genius brain. Like, when the car drives up the side of the cliff, I'm going to punch it in the belly like you would do to a dragon or something. Yeah. So the guy's like, I bet you thought you could punch me in the belly like you would do to a dragon or something. But actually, (laughs) I have these, like, electrical wires. And he says, electrical wire shock, or whatever. And he does it, and Jojo, like, explodes into huge flames. Jojo turns into Magician's Red and fucking dies. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, they start, like, breaking the third wall, the fourth wall for no it's reason. It's so good, Eddie. The guy driving the car just says, I win. Part three is over. It's so <laughs> But, like, good. no one else references it and nothing happens. He just says this. But then, then Jotaro says, but who is going to replace me? Jotaro Kujo. Yeah. So it turns out, like, oh, it's, a, it's like, the bullet, the invisible bullets were, like, little gas, like, gas, whatever, like, gas particles that he shot out very fast. So everyone's, <laughs> as you do. Yeah. So everyone's covered in gas, and, like, that's how he set up, was set on fire. But it turns out the Jotaro that was exploding in fire was actually just his school uniform, and Jotaro dug underground with Star Platinum. Which, I you remember know. when there were two Lord Carses, and I was like, I bet they won't do this every episode. Yeah. So he actually, like, does he get out and just punch the car? He says, yeah, he says, I'll show you how roads are built. And then he punches the car a bunch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, it makes the user fly out. And then Jotaro explains, where you went flying, now there is literally a road. Because there's, like, it? skid marks from where he was thrown out of you the car. get it? And anyway, like, for no reason, this guy, he has, like, huge arms and, like, a big belly and, like, skinny legs. Like... And his name is ZZ. Which is good. So, you could say that he's got legs, but he doesn't know how to use them. It's nice that you said that. Thanks. There you go. That's it. Everyone just laughs at him. And then, like... Yeah, he's he's begging for his life, and he's like, please, uh, I'm just in it for the money. Please, don't, don't kill me. And everybody fucking laughs like they're on a sitcom. Even, like, Anne. And, like, Jotaro has, like, happy anime eyes or whatever. So yeah. what they do to this guy is they tie him upside down with chains to a rock, and they put a sign in front of him that says, Don't disturb me, I'm a monk, and this is my training. So they're just, they left him to die of exposure, right? Yes. Which is, you know? Which is what the protagonists wor- usually do. Worse than being punched to death, I think. <laughs> yeah, just a bit. Like, both are bad, and both both shouldn't be done by the protagonist. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, this is not better. Oh, and then they steal his car, which is a piece of shit car. And they're like, yeah. I don't know if this will get us to uh, Pakistan or whatever. Oh, also, Joseph makes fun of the car by saying it looks like a shorn sheep. And then we see a picture of a sheep with no fur, with no wool on it. It's in funny. Case, in case you didn't get it. Anyway, our protagonist drives up to the distance. And then we go back to Enyaba, who's still, like, crying and slamming on the floor. And she's like, it's time, oh, all seven stand users that I've sent after them have been defeated, but now it's time for my justice. And it's like the card of justice. Yeah, I'll face you personally, and I'm gonna walk to Pakistan. Yeah. See you then. And that's, that's what happens. End of the episode. End of the episode. This is the... So, at least so far, this is the most, like, villain of the week episode. 
Yeah, you know I think I mean? Car Man is. Yeah, there was never a moment where I was like, oh, maybe somebody. Actually, that's not true. I was gonna say there was a moment. There was never a moment where I thought anybody might actually die. But then Jotaro did very much burn to death. Yeah, like, no, like, and it wasn't even, like, tied into previous episodes or anything other than, like, Anne showing up, but she doesn't do anything. No, I I was, like, we were talking about this before the episode. I would genuinely, since I couldn't use Crunchyroll and I had to use uh, free anime time dot, uh, co.uk, mm-hmm. I, like... I was kind of convinced that maybe this wasn't the right sequential episode, just because it didn't really tie into anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, next we have we have a two-parter, so we can do that Ooh. next week. Nice. But then after that we have a two-parter and then a one-parter before the two-parter that Friend of the Show Luna is coming on. Nice. So maybe, not the next one, but maybe the one after, we might need to do uh, three episodes again. Okay. I, I Would that looked, be like a, a Thanksgiving special? Sure. Um, I looked at next season, and I think there's only one time we'll have to do three episodes. Nice. Otherwise, it it like evenly like works out. Diamond is Unbreakable Big. It's. I don't. I think Stardust Crusaders might be more episodes, but that's because it's like Stardust Crusaders is two episodes, two seasons of twenty four episodes. And I think Diamond and Unbreakable is like one season of 38 or something. Gotcha. Yeah. So we're we're not even like close to halfway done with Stardust Crusaders. We'll be halfway done with Stardust Crusaders at episode 24. Gotcha. End of this season. Yeah. Yeah, because this seemed pretty short for like as much as I like. I know how much people like this and like Jotaro and shit. Like all of the most memorable moments to me are part two. Part two of Stardust Crusaders. Nice. Yeah. So this is this is the phantom blood of Stardust Crusaders, basically. Yeah, pretty much. Like, okay. all, to, at least to me, all the most memorable stuff comes in the second part. Nice. Like, all the best, like, villain stand users and stuff. I fucking hate that I'm excited to see Whole Horse again. <laughs> yeah, he does come back. I'm not gonna... I mean, you'll be able to tell because his name is just, like, gonna be in the episode title again. But, like, he does... Yeah. I think you have a while, though. Because it was when he didn't die, I was like, oh, man, I hate, I hate Whole Horse. But, but gonna, there's like, a thing, though, if on my, like, pin tweet on Twitter. Yeah, like, when the man is to hitting in Polnareff's nose. Yeah, that's Whole Horse. Whole Horse! So you have that to look forward to. Nice! Yeah. I love slowly getting your fucking internet aesthetic. <laughs> like, it, like, it just, like, slowly morphs into your mind and... <gasps> It makes sense now. Oh, oh Killer Queen, yeah. I, I know you from always looking at you during Skype at all the episodes. <laughs> yeah, and you'll get to meet him, like, halfway through Diamond is Unbreakable. Great. Yeah. Can't wait to meet him at, like, the end of 2019. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that's, uh, that's the episode. Want to do questions? Yeah. Uh, if you have a question, you can send us an ask on our Tumblr, yare-boys.tumblr.com. Or email us at yaddyyaddyboys at gmail.com. Let's start with the, um, start with Anonymous. Have you, have you watched, uh, Stranger Things, the second season yet? I watched the first episode. Okay, cause Anonymous is here. A lot of cuck face in Stranger Things season two. Do you think they were trying to one-up the Game of Thrones? <laughs> so you finished season two? I haven't even started it yet. It does seem like, I mean, I, it, it's all prologue and just, like, showing where the characters are, but, like, it seems like they're setting up, they're table setting for a lot of cucking. Okay, good. My favorite thing of season one. No, yeah, like, I know, I know, like, Jonathan is gonna be, like, <laughs> like, like, of jo- like, the Jonathan of Joestar fame is, like, the Grandmaster Cuck. <laughs> um, I, we had, like, a big, uh, like, cleaning thing we had to do at work, uh, Friday, and I, I work in IT. And everyone's just talking to like, oh, have you seen Stranger Things season two? And I was like, oh no, I haven't started it yet. And everyone in the fucking room was just like, oh, Nani? Like, right. can you just fucking be regular? <laughs> and like, do something that's not pop culture for once? Yeah. Hey, anyway. you work in, you work in IT? Better, yeah. Better watch out for Pennywise. <laughs> oh, ooh. I bet, that, I bet that's everybody's favorite IT joke. <laughs> it's, so far, it's the first time I've heard it, but nice. I like it a lot. But not the last. Not the last. Uh, next anonymous question says, Do you think the Wheel of Fortune stand users' arms are so fucked up huge 
because he loves to love his, to rev his own engine slash drive stick shift slash change his own oil slash masturbate his penis till he achieves orgasm. XOXO thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was too on the nose for me to make a joke about it, but like, we both thought it, yeah. We, definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, when I'm you gonna, I'm gonna do my big gamble again and say that this is another Andy esque. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, do you think that. Do you think that, Pope, that Popeye loves to jack off? Pope. It would suck if you could only crank your hog after you ate a bunch of spinach. If you, I thought you were gonna say it would suck to only be able to achieve orgasm watching Popeye. That also as well. But no, but then he would just like rip his rip his hog off. Yeah. Who made Popeye? We gotta get in touch with them about this. <laughs> Please answer my fan mail. Uh, <laughs> friend of the show Roy Fuck Warlock asked the question. This one says, if Joseph is incel. Jotaro is Valsel, and Jonathan is Nofap. Does this mean Dio is the Chad? This podcast fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, though. No, but yeah, absolutely. Ab- confirmed, 100%. No. <laughs> now we, we, have to, we have to get that image of, like, shitty Jonathan and Chad Dio, like, edited. Yeah. No, yeah. Dio, Dio is this ugly son of a bitch in your grandpa's <laughs> body is fucking hot chicks in Egypt. <laughs> Meanwhile, you have, like, yeah, he's fucking hot chips in Egypt, and you have a purple vine on you. And You're like, burying you your dead friend in India. <laughs> Home alone again on a Friday night? God, Joseph <laughs> Joestar. <laughs> um, <laughs> Tumblr user Tufster MCG asked a question. This one says, what inanimate object in your room comes to life as your stand, and why is it better than a stand that's a car? Like, Stan, that's a car is pretty cool, but, like, you wouldn't be able to use those abilities in, like, regular life like this guy can. Do you, like, do you mean because, like, we have road rules and shit? Because of rules and, like, human life and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm looking at my, like, headphones, my other pair of, like, wireless headphones, and it'd be cool if it could play, like, uh, like, anything you wanted to hear. Like, it would play it. I could have, like... Um, like my, my jar of Metamucil fiber supplement. <laughs> uh-huh. And like, it, if you add water to it, then it like expands. And you put that, you put that in the muffler. Forget about it. Got it. Um, or, or I would have a guitar that played itself so I could pretend to be good at guitar. Nice. And I can't I would, wait. For, I, I can't wait for that Patreon stream. When I pretend to be good at guitar? No, come, come listen to Eddie play, uh, Wonderwall. Deep Hermit Purple. Deep Hermit Purple. Uh, is there... No, there's a guy... There's a... Okay, there's a guy named Blackmore, who's named after Richie Blackmore, but I don't think there is a Deep Purple stand. There should be, though. I would love if there was, like... There was a group of three stands that were, like, we're Buddy Holly and the Big Bopper and Richie Valens, and they die immediately. And they die immediately in a plane crash? That would be so funny, Brooks. That would be really good. And also, my name is the guy from Leonard Skinner. <laughs> that fucking happened to the Leonard Skinner guys. I know. Uh, and also, my game's my name's Randy Rhodes, but I'm gonna fly the plane. <laughs> this isn't funny. What if there was like a Twenty Seven Club group? That'd be like, oh, that'd be so good. A good reference. Per- I, this purple, I think Purple Haze is a stand. It's oh, a good like stand the, name, though. Like the Hulk Hogan song? Yeah, like the Hulk Hogan song, Voodoo Child. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got another one from a uh, friend of the show, Fuck Warlock. This one says, on a scale from one to, from one to very, how dating are Jotaro and Kakyoin? Like, definitely more after this episode. Like, on a scale from, like, not dating to dating, they're very dating. Very. On the, They're, like, definitely leaning towards very. If you ask me. Because even at the end of the first episode, like, there's like that 20 second scene where they're just fucking camping. Yeah. Before they decide to leave in a car. And Jatar did, like, carry him back from the school where he murdered him. Like, yeah, and also, uh, Kakyoin did hate to see it when Jotaro was burned alive right in front of him. Yeah. He did. It wasn't great. Anyway, that's the episode. <laughs> <laughs>
this episode. Thanks. Thanks for, uh, for listening and watching and doing stuff. Yeah. Um, do we have anything to, aren't you doing something later? Yeah. Um, so this is going to be like at 4 PM Eastern today. So by the time it'll be up, it'll already be done. So if you listen to this immediately, as soon as it goes up and play it at like 1.5 speed. Yeah. Um, yeah, go to Twitch, uh, right now and listen to me on Elite Full Restore. I'm going to be talking about Pokemon opinions, um, and why mine are good. And why uh, Candelore isn't a Pokemon. Unfortunately, I wouldn't be there because uh, before, like, uh, the podcast, me and Kim were just like, wow, we have the house to ourselves today. Like, let's clean it up and make it nice. And, like, everything just started falling apart. Nice. <laughs> so, like, we were doing laundry and, like, the washer doesn't work. So we have all these wet clothes and we have to, like, take them to a laundromat now. Oh, so, shit. I didn't have to do that, too. So I'll probably be doing that while you're talking about, like, why Klefki is bad. Fucking Klefki is so bad, dude. <laughs> Klefki's fine. No, it's not. Bubuki's the Pokemon. <laughs> it's, it's very bad, and it's not. A, it's not an animal. Pokemon have to be. What? How do you feel about Rotom? Good Pokemon have to be animals. Ro, like Ro, Rotom is like. It's a, it makes a good argument, but the 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 pros of eliminating all non-animal Pokemon outweighs the con of losing Rotom. Mm-hmm. The, the washer reason, form is very good. The the only reason I hate Rotom is because in competitive Pokemon, it was like the only Pokemon that had that type. It was like electric and water. No, yeah. is that it? Electric and water, but it's like it also had levitate as its ability, so it couldn't get hit by ground moves. So it was like extremely strong. Sure. So ev- like ninety five percent of teams had a Rotom on it, and it just sucked. Right. So that was the only reason I don't like it. Otherwise, it's fine. I yeah, like the I, lawnmower one. Lawnmower is good, and and the, and the, and the stove, the stove too. Yeah, fridge good. Fridge okay. It's Thanks. just I think that you should competitive Pokemon, you should have to sign a contract that confirms that all six Pokemon you choose have to be your friend. Okay. Cuz there are some Pokemon that people choose that aren't good yeah. or like friends or anything. Like at one point I think the like um those like genie Pokemon were really strong. Uh... And they just like I would rather look at like Empress than fucking Landorus or whatever. Yeah, I would rather look at my own asshole, like, than <laughs> any of the fucking bad genie cloud men. Well, that's... <laughs> that's yaddy yaddy boys. That's yaddy yaddy boys. Sorry about the 20-minute wrestling thing in the middle. I'm not. Uh, don't get cooked. Stay off the hook. Don't get cooked. Uh, I'm not owned. You are. Bye. Anime's for everyone. Bye. Bye.